0: and welcome to this episode of Self Made with D. Brown, CEO. On this episode of Self Made, my guests are a husband and wife duo that have overcome every challenge that life has thrown their way on their journey to success. One is a producer, actor, and comedian, and the other is a Grammy award-winning singer. As a teen, he began dancing in New York nightclubs, earning the nickname Flex due to his acrobatic dance skills. She appeared on Star Search at the tender age of seven years old. Please welcome Shanice and Flex <laughs> to Self Made. I am Hello. so happy to have I'm you all so on the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You all have a very interesting uh, careers, mm-hmm. uh, both of you. And uh, both of you come from you know different backgrounds. But mm-hmm. I, Shanice, I would like for you to tell me a little bit about your childhood and yes. Star Search and that thing.
1: I am originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And at the age of eight years old, my mom and my aunt and myself, we moved from Pittsburgh, we got on the Greyhound bus, went from Pittsburgh to California because they had a singing group. So they, they said, we want to go to California so we can make it in, you know, in yeah. Hollywood. So when I got there, when I got to California, I said I was eight years old. I said, I want to sing, too. Yeah. So they found me a commercial agent and I went on my first audition <clears throat> and I booked it. It was a Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial with Ella Fitzgerald. <laughs> I was scatting with her at eight years old in the commercial. That was my first television appearance. So after that, you know, I auditioned for Star Search. I won Star Search at 11 years old.
0: 11 years I old. I was 11
1: years old and I won Star Search. And I got my record deal with a and Records when I was 11 years old. Wow. So John McClane uh, discovered me. He was uh, uh, one of the executives at a and Records at the time. He's now over Michael Jackson's whole estate right now, um, but he heard me singing a musical and signed me right away. So I didn't come out till I was 14 because it was hard finding music for an 11-year-old. So right. we would, I, I got in the studio right away with Tina Marie. She was the first producer I worked with was Tina Marie, uh, uh, rest in peace. Um, I worked with Ricky Bell and Ralph Transman from New yeah, Edition, yeah. and so uh, after we, shot, we made that album, the record company said, your voice is changing, you're getting a little older, we need to change the direction. So then at the age of 14, they put me in with a, a producer named Brian Loren, and he ended up doing the entire album. And so my first album came out in 87.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: <laughs> and how old were
0: you at that age? I was 14. Time? 14 at that time, okay. Now, Flex, what about you? You started out dancing in the streets of New York. Uh, yeah, I didn't start that early. <laughs> 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 I started young.
2: I I, I was into the breakdancing scene. Yeah. Um, New York was, you know, obviously, you know, the mecca of hip-hop at the time and breakdancing and, break dancing and um, just going to the parks, seeing all the guys out there spinning on their backs and getting to go to the park and mm-hmm. see... Um, Grandmaster Flash, right. Melly Melly, Furious Five. Yeah. I got to see them live wow. you know, in the wow. park, you know, where they plug all the equipment up to the lamppost to get power. Man. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started there, man. I just, you know, and I saw a movie called Wild Style and Beat Street, and that changed my life. Man, you, you got to be reminiscing over <laughs> yeah, here, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had to watch it on television, so oh, I, I didn't man. get an opportunity to
0: see it yeah, in man. person. Uh, <laughs> man, that was a, that would yeah. be a kid's dream. Oh, yeah, man. But now, at the age of 15, mm-hmm. you had a terrifying event occur, Right. Well, uh, I was 15, it was, uh,
2: yeah, it, that, that was when um, my family, basically, you know, crack hit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I dabbled a little in, you know, selling drugs and stuff, um, but that was a little later. But uh, that was the, the biggest shift in my life, was that at 15 when, when crack mm-hmm. hit. And then um, I decided to, later on, uh, try to start hustling. You know, and and that, yeah, it was it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough watching your family go down. It was tough seeing my my brothers, you know, my mom, you know. And um, but uh, thankfully, you know, uh, one one of my brothers passed away, um, but my other brothers clean, mom is clean, and and everybody's doing well. And uh, yeah. but yeah, it was just a point in life that
0: you know you had to fight through right well you know um, all of us not all of us but a lot of us myself included came from uh, circumstances where we saw people around us uh, that were impacted by drugs yeah. and uh, alcohol mm-hmm. and so we can relate to uh, you know that story and, mm-hmm. and we've lost friends and family members to um, to the to drugs and alcohol as well yeah. I spent um, some
2: time yeah. you know home the homeless as well living in a shelter and slept on the trains for a little while, so I, I, I got to experience the whole gamut.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything,
2: man. So um I, I take that seriously now and I see the homelessness problem and stuff that's going on. It it um you know, it's 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 unnerving to be in a country that's as great as this and we are dealing with that.
0: Right. A lot of resources available but yeah. it, it seems that the uh, the will to focus those resources in some of these critical areas are just not there for um for our society as a whole. Tupac mm-hmm. said it, got
2: money for wars, but can't feed the poor.
0: Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shanice, what about your childhood? I mean, I know you started making music early. Um, what was it like as a child, just really economically?
1: Well, for me as a child, my story is like the total opposite of Flex's. <laughs> right. But um, I come from a musical family. And um, in my house, all we did was sing. My mom sings. and. You know, my dad is a musician and, you know, my stepdad is a singer. So we always had it was always music in my house. And um, so just growing up, just like I said, it was always singing Um, at the age of 18. I signed to Motown Records and I Love Your Smile. Yep. Was released, and that song changed my entire life. Mine's too. <laughs> <laughs> it was number one in like 22 countries, yeah. um, you know. Um, and it's funny because at the time I didn't want the record company to release it. Really? Because I said, Well, is it too happy? I said, I don't want people to think I'm corny. <laughs> and they're like, No. Uh, this is we're going to release this and we're not going to change it. I'm like, but it's the wrong song. I don't think you should put it out <laughs> because I had a I did a, a, a duet with Johnny Gill uh-huh. and I wanted Johnny Gill to, um, to I wanted to come out with that song because at the time the Persian Gulf War was going on and um, the song was called Silent Prayer. I said, but the world needs prayer and I want silent prayer to come out first. So they put it out. They didn't listen to me. Thank God. Yeah. And I'm still able to travel the world. You know, because of it, uh, Chris Brown just brought I Love Your Smile back all over again. Right, him. right. So mm-hmm. it was a blessing. Nah, that's, thank you, Chris. That's a yes, song. thank that's you. A song.
0: <laughs> thank you. Now, um, I know that you, you and Flex, y'all dated for three months before you got married. Mm-hmm. Right. Tell me a little bit about that story. First of all, <laughs> tell me, how did y'all meet? Uh, and then tell me about the engagement and the, and the quick ceremony. I'm going to tell you why it was quick. but I, We'll get to that. Oh, but, um, Lord Jesus. Um,
2: we met. I was moving into the building she lived in already. Uh, I was moving in, um, coincidentally, on March 5th, which happens to be our son's, our son's birthday. birthday. Like but this is March later. 5th, uh, years later, moving in with my cousin. She's coming off the elevator I'm
1: on my way
2: on. to a Lauryn Hill
1: concert. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Shani, she's like, oh,
2: flex. Like, we knew of each other, obviously, yeah. from yeah. the industry. From the industry. I'm um, like, yeah, I'm moving in. She's like, oh, cool, I'm going to a Lauryn Hill concert. And then I'm waiting for my cousin. So we talked with a few. I said, well, you know, give me a number and we keep in touch. And honestly, was not even thinking, because I had been single for about a year. Like, yeah. I didn't want to date anybody. I was like, I just wanted. to. It's rare that you hear guys say, "I want, I want, I want time to find out who I am." Right? So, <laughs> right. And I was taking that time, yeah. and uh, and uh so she was like, "Okay, I, I got to go upstairs and, and call my pen. cousin and I, get a pen." This was before the right, cell, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in old-fashioned
1: way. <laughs> I did the old-fashioned way. <laughs> so she
2: went upstairs, and it was like forty minutes later. She still wasn't back. I it said, wasn't that I long. I said, "Man,
1: I'm it out." That long.
2: So I left. Cut to two weeks later. I see her again. I said, all right, now, I'm not going to let you get By away. By the elevator. By yeah. the elevator. I said, give me number. She said, oh, okay, cool. And we so just really kept in touch.
1: We had a really good friendship. We started out as friends. Like, yeah. I did not see him and say, oh, this is going to be my husband. Oh, no. Right. Um, but I must say, I have a friend who shot a pilot with him mm-hmm. in the early 90s. And i had, this is before I met Flex. And he, he came back and told me, he said, I met your husband today. It's going to be Flex.
0: Really? And I said, wow. oh,
1: please. I said, yeah. I don't even know him. Cut to later, like the end of the 90s. Yeah. We met in 99 and we ended up dating. But um, we had a really good friendship mm-hmm. and um, I loved, you know, his just the love that he had for, for God. And um, he was he, his grandmother just passed away. Oh, yeah. And I remember he just cried really hard on my shoulder. And I said, oh, he has a good heart and he loves God. And, yeah. you know, so. I had he lost
2: re- my brother in 97, then my grandmother in 99, right. my brother in 97, February 17th, my grandmother in 99, February 18th, and we get married 2000, February 19th.
1: Yes. And then oh, she man. loses,
2: her grandmother passes later, it's February, February 11th. 11th. So February was it's a like, tough, horrible month. It was yeah. a yeah. tough month, but, you know, I, I remember sitting on a couch and I just... I couldn't even hold it. I was just like, mm-hmm. like crying. I said, oh, he's crying remember, on my shoulder. I remember leaving like, I was like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you?
1: But we he took me to his church and they had a, a singles night for like single uh, mm-hmm. uh, people. And so the, the pastor there said he talked about ghetto engagements and he talked <laughs> about how <laughs> when people are engaged for like years and years yeah. and years. That's because they're looking to see if there's something out yeah. there better. And he
2: said, "Man, you know, you yeah. know, right? You know, if this is your wife, man, you know, if that's your husband, he's you on So and, get
1: and so, after we heard the, uh, the, the pastor preach about that, we got in the car, and he said, and "This is—we've only been talking for th- three months." And, he, and Flex said, "Why don't we just do it?" I was like, "Do what?" He said, "Get married." Well,
2: I was playing, <laughs> man. You that, know he was that, was, yeah, that was "Get married." I was just playing. Remember? And I said,
1: "I said, oh okay. yeah."
2: <laughs> so it wasn't quite three months. Yeah. At that point. Right. It was that was still early. earlier. Yeah. And I just, I just wanted to, I just kind of wanted to say, see what, you know, what she would say. And uh, the crazy thing was, you know, I had, you know, my cousin and another guy living with me. I had roommates and I told him uh, even before her, I said, yo, you know what? Y'all going to have to start looking for a place because, you know, I got to get prepared for my wife. Now, yeah. mind you, I wasn't thinking I'd met her, but I wasn't thinking like. That's her either. So it was like a parallel story, right? Right. Yeah, and I
1: told my aunt when I moved into that building, I said, "I'm going to live here until I meet my husband." (laughs) That's so crazy that you said that. (laughs) Like, it's so our our stories are so similar.
2: And I would go down to her place, and the crazy thing was, I was on the fifth floor, she was on the third Third floor. Third (laughs) floor. So I'd go down. She'd be in these terrible flannel pajamas. Flannel. I I wasn't even. You know
1: when you like somebody, you fix yourself up, you put on makeup, and then. I didn't even care. I was like, you know what? He's just a homie. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it just changed. It changed. Um, he would come down to my apartment every day and watch uh two uh, cops too hot, too for, hot TV. for tv, yeah. TV. Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. would just laugh and yeah. you know it's the first time we i've met a guy that i had a really cool friendship with first yeah, yeah. same for me and um we were both celibate so mm-hmm. um we wanted to wait until marriage so we were on the same page about a lot of things yeah, yeah. so i i opened up for Sync. i went on tour and right before i went on tour Flex said to me he said you know even praying for your soulmate, but your soulmate could be staring you right in the
2: face. <laughs> Mic drop. Bow. So when he said that, out. Right that's when it all like clicked. I said, "Wait yeah. a minute,
1: I think he's right." You yep. know. And then on, I went on tour. We talked every day, every day. While I was on tour, he kissed me for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was before uh, I yep. left for the tour. Yeah. And um, yeah, we we had three months to plan the wedding and.
2: But let, let me just say about the night of the engagement, the, the night that I proposed. Okay.
1: Oh, so, God.
2: <laughs> we're at a friend's house, uh, and so she had been working out. She'd been going to Billy Blanks. I was going you know, to Billy Blanks, Blank. but I wasn't yeah. doing tie was doing I tie was just Blank. lifting she weights with Billy
1: I was lifting so, weights with Billy So, you know,
2: all the, all the ladies there over there, you know, the guys over here, and, and she walked, she said, Flex, I don't like think I've been working out, right? I said, yeah, you look a little husky. He told me I looked husky.
1: I said, do I look like I work out? And he said, you look a little husky. Really, flare. And when he mean? said that, I was like, I'm never you talking talk to him the again. nose
2: like, flare. I
1: was so hurt.
2: That, uh, he- I mean, it was, it, it had to be. That night that I proposed because <laughs> I don't think anything after that would have so worked. So I said I'm yeah. never
1: talking to him. So I didn't talk to him that whole day. That <laughs> night he took me to dinner and he stood on top of a table with a microphone and started <laughs> singing to me. Mm-hmm. And then he got on his knee and uh, and asked me to marry him. Yep. So.
0: Flexy yeah. romantic, huh? He made up hey for
2: man, it, man. Little sum sum, <laughs> he made know? up you know? for it. And then we had to speed up that wedding yeah. because you know we 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 you know we were we both, waited, we waited. So I like, yeah. we got
0: to speed this up, <laughs> man. I didn't know you sigmas were romantic like I, that, of man. Course, man. You know, you
2: know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: When you got nothing
2: but the beautiful blue sky above you, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now tell me, Shanice. What was it like winning a Grammy? Because that's not, you know, an well, experience that... Well, I was nominated.
1: nominated. I, didn't, I didn't win, but I was nominated.
0: Yes. Well, that's a uh, win. Yes. Well, I'm I
1: mean, just being nominated <laughs> yeah. was a blessing for me. I, I didn't feel hurt because I didn't win. Shakira Khan won. Yeah. Uh, and and she she deserved it. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I just being nominated was... Right.
0: I think that's a win. Yeah, it Absolutely.
1: was a win for me.
2: They forgot one other thing I just have to say. She was the... First African American to play a female, to play Eponine in Les
1: Miserables, and Les Miserables on, Broadway. on Broadway.
2: Really? Yes.
1: So yeah. So I've done Broadway. You set
2: it off for for,
0: mm-hmm.
1: for,
2: for for you know uh, women of color to come in
0: there yeah. and, and no, absolutely and, and and do that play. But you all have accomplished so much. Uh, both of you all are first generation millionaires, mm-hmm. right? And, but you had a, a rough spot in your life yes, where uh, <laughs> where things weren't so so yeah. uh, rosy, yeah. right? Yes, so wa- why don't you talk about uh, those those years? Yeah, those, those. Well, First of
1: all, I want to say this: mm-hmm. before we we had the the rough spot, I asked Flex to do a reality show with me, and mm-hmm. he said, "I will never yeah. do a reality show because I don't want people to to not take me serious as yeah. an actor anymore." So I I, I had started a, I made a vision board. And I put I wrote a check and I put a reality show on the check. And then I put Miss uh, Winfrey's name, Oprah Winfrey, on the vision board and so many other things that I I want to come to pass. And so after that, we went through our hard times. We lost financially. You know, his show ended. Um, I wasn't signed to LaFace Records anymore. So I wasn't touring and doing you know singing right. and mm-hmm. and um
2: and we had that big with that was <laughs> it two thousand the two thousand eight recession like that yeah, right the right. big the big crash and what I had done I had invested into real estate for yeah. us and for the family because I'm like, hey real estate that's where you know you can pass gener- generational wealth right. but I bought um real estate in the wrong state <laughs> I bought it in <laughs> Vegas, <Yeah>. so <laughs> and Vegas got hit hard so right. we had right. Uh, four single family homes, a couple of 12 unit building, uh, townhomes and everything just went under. So it wasn't like we lost everything by going out and being foolish and popping bottles. I mean, I had my foolish moments. With, you know, yeah, yeah. We had, had a couple yeah. of moments with the with, black card. Th- yeah, with the black <laughs> so so I had a couple of moments, like when after she had the baby, I want her to feel good. So when I went to Burberry and you know spent a bunch of money, but it was times where I felt like, man, I work hard. Like yeah. I want to enjoy some right. of it, um, but not having, see, I never had the training or anything broken down to me about finances coming up. You know, right. I watched my mother and my grandmother. Um, you know, there's no blame on them, but, you know, do what they knew how to do is was, right. was work. Right. You know, it was check to check. Yep. So I never had the structure. And um, I thought real estate was, was the best way to go, and, and and, but when it dropped, it just dropped, and we just, couldn't recover and now, now you're dipping into savings because you're trying to hold on right. instead of counting your losses and getting out early. Right. You right. know, I'm saying, no, it's going to come back and come back, you yeah. know, and that thing didn't recover for like three, four years. Right. right. Uh, so when we went through that and she came, you know, I want to do this show. I didn't want to do a show, but after everything we had gone through, losing mm-hmm. our home,
1: we had a story living to tell. in the
2: hotel. I was yeah. like, you know what? Okay. If we're going to do it, we got to tell this story. We got to tell it Unadulterated, we gotta tell it unfiltered, right? Like, this is what it is, right? So, um, we go and we put together the uh sizzle reel and um, we pitch it, we leave on.
1: We didn't even get out we of the building, we didn't get out of the building. As soon as we pitched the idea, we were still in the building, yeah. They said, Don't go anywhere Don't else, go anywhere
2: else <laughs> we want it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so um, yeah, so uh, it was, it was,
1: it was a rough time, it was a
2: rough time, but. So many people watched the show and were encouraged. We right. had yes. a couple reach out to my wife and tell and tell her that they literally were planning to commit suicide together.
1: Because they lost yeah, everything. They lost everything. Right. And they said right. the they lady, she show. told me she cried on my shoulder and said, your show saved my life.
2: Wow. So. So, yeah. So, it, you know, from that wanting to do it to doing it and having friends in the entertainment yeah. business, people who are also going through stuff just didn't want to say it. Right, right. They were right. just like, man, thanks for saying something. I'm living with my mom or I'm living in the car. And it's like, it's okay, man. Yeah, like, a lot of
1: people were embarrassed to say right. it. So we, we live
2: right. in, a, in, a, in a city, you know, you live out there in Hollywood and and you feel like you have to to hold up to this standard right. instead of just being real, man, because everybody's not going to make it and everybody can't make it. Right. You know, some right. people, can't handle that, you know. And And the kids
1: didn't know what was going on. They were little and we lost our house and um, the kids were in school. The sheriffs knocked on the door and said we had five minutes to get out of the house. The kids were at school. So I, uh, um, uh, we went to a hotel and when the kids got to the hotel, I put on this big smile and I said, you know what? We left our house because we're gonna get a new house with a swimming pool, and the yeah. kids were like, "Yeah!" Yeah, and then we were jumping on the beds, and and I told Flex, I said, "Whatever we do, we have to find a rental with a pool. We have to find a pool." Right. Cause I told the kids we're gonna get a house with a pool, and sure enough, God blessed us with a, a really nice rental. And a
2: good friend of ours, Jamika, uh-huh. yes, I mean, she she uh, she reached out and then uh, through another friend, yeah. and yeah. said, "Hey."
1: You and know, God put angels in our lives, man,
2: right? so they didn't want to you. help you and during help. this time when you was getting oh, ready. To- that's what I was going to say. Yeah, God man, blessed let us let with friends
1: something. that said, "Here, like uh, you know, here's the money to, to move into your new place." You know,
2: Martin Lawrence, Martin and Lawrence, and his ex-wife at the time, uh, Shamika um, Bentley Evans, uh, writer-producer. Uh, I mean so many so many of our friends so, ma- so many of our friends didn't get i mean we couldn't even name everybody because
1: there's so many it's
2: so many people but right. but we we had so many people just step in and and truly be blessings I mean really really, and I, you know we thought about the times that we had and the things that we did for people right. so it was that reciprocity absolutely absolutely I knew thing that we, we had so good seed and yeah. um it,
0: it, we had so much help and so yeah. much help like i i never never forget that yeah. you know? and what was the turning point though for you all to get back on track financially It was um you know, we did the t v show the and TV then show. I had some other things, and I started
2: working more, I was, you know, at degrees anatomy and mm-hmm. station 19, nineteen. A couple of deals in between and she started getting I've a lot been of shows. Doing a lot
1: of con- you know, live yeah. concerts. Like, especially right. overseas right.
2: like Japan. Japan yeah.
1: call, they call me all the time. All yeah. Japan, <laughs> yes. All I love Japan. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. in
1: the States. I've been getting yeah. a lot of shows. States too yeah
2: that's so great. it started to pick up and you know, obviously mm-hmm. look, we we're not where we fully wanna be, but we're not where we used, where to, used be. to be. You right. know, we we still Climbing up, and um, but now um, I've learned a lot. You know, she, she was always taught well with finances. She right. was always, you know, her mother and her aunt, they structure. I mean, my like,
1: mother and my aunt were so like, afraid of to being broke yeah. that right. I was always taught, you better save, you know, yeah. you better put something aside. And I was like, no, yeah, everything's on me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good, you making it rain. Yeah, I making it rain <laughs> I hop, like, yeah.
2: <laughs> But I just, I, because I just, I don't know, I just, you know, I watched that. I watched my mom, you know, f- make plates and feed the neighborhood. I watched, yeah. My grandmother, you know, might make burgers for all our friends and just do things, and um, you know. But I just never had that structure. And you have business management that's set up for that, but you know, they're, they're paying your taxes, they're doing all that, but they're not really saying, hey, well, you need to get into this IRA, you need to do this, you need to, right. Right. like, I didn't even hear about IRAs or any of that thing or. Uh, a universal yeah. index insurance until, you know, my my last five years. Yeah. You well, know? you know, that's
0: a significant issue uh, within communities of color across, across yeah. the board because most of us come from backgrounds where we did not have, you know, parents or grandparents who mm-hmm. had a lot of assets right. and had, financial skills to pass on to us, so mm-hmm. we had to get out there and figure it out on our own. I tell yeah. everyone I had two mentors, trial and error. Mm. Right. You know, mm. that's, that's, that's a how, good one. That's how we learned. Yeah. No that's no. so true. Yeah, But I do want to uh, say this, I, I really appreciate you all being on the show, Thank you. and Thank you. I want to take this moment to really let you know that we want to honor you all, and we want to, Shanice, honor you for your contribution to music, and your contribution to
1: everything that you have done to inspire people including
0: telling your story
1: because it's that combination of
0: success and failures that make us who we are and so our people need to learn and recognize that you cannot run and be ashamed of your failures that you have to own that you have to learn from it and you have to use it it to make you a better person and your story not only saved one person's life, it saved more lives than you will ever know, yeah. and it has inspired more people than you will ever realize that they can run into a roadblock, they can slip yeah. and fall, but they can get up and they can do it again and, and be successful. And for yeah. that, I want to thank you so much thank for all you. that you have done, all the contributions you've made to music, yeah, to you. to entertainment, to acting and film, and I want to thank you for being an inspiration to so many people. Uh, Your story has inspired. It has probably saved more lives than you could ever realize. And for that, I'm very grateful and I want to honor you with this award.
1: Thank you so much. And to my
0: viewers, thank you for tuning in. Without you, there's no me.